from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks, and welcome back to The Joy of Looking Back. My name is DC Matthews. At the DC Matthews. I hope you are well. I hope those you love are doing well as well. It is December, my Liebkins. I think that means my friends, but I suppose I don't know. I don't speak German. Um, and so it is once again time to look into the past. I just came back from a walk. Uh, it is still... <laughs> my day of jubilee. Um, it is still my day of jubilee. This is my one, two, three, fours podcast recording of the day. Um, barring doing a live, quote unquote, in person uh, battle of the Brandon with Mr. Banks this evening, I think this will be it for me. Uh, though I reserve the right because I wake up at all hours. I wake up in the middle of the night. Um, I was up at one this morning, kind of dozed. Uh, I reserve the right to record a middle of the night podcast. Uh, but we are going to be looking back, and we are going way, way, way back. I randomly pulled a magazine. I was going to pull two, but this one is such a good one uh, that I wanted to keep it. We're going all the way back to March of 1992. And this is the 1991 year in wrestling. So this is a 30-year-old magazine. It has seen much better days. The cover is ripped and torn and stained and but I'm very glad to have it. Uh, on the cover, we have 91 the year in wrestling. I see Hulk Hogan. Uh, he's wearing camo pants, so that means he must be fighting Slaughter. Uh, we have uh, a tag team holding their Tag Team of the Year trophy. I will not spoil it. Uh, I see Bret Hart. I see The Undertaker. I see Sting. So that kind of gives you a glimpse as to where we are in time. Uh, if you remember, I became a wrestling fan somewhere in 92. I have records that show... I was at an event in October of 92, so I had to have been a wrestling fan long enough to convince my parents to take me to this show. Um, so maybe I was even watching in 91. I don't think so, but it's possible. But either way, I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Let's begin. Uh, we have here our, you know, you can order magazines. There's Barry Windham dressed up as Sting. I remember that from watching Halloween Havocs recently. Which is better, WWF or NWA? We've got Warrior, uh, the Texas Tornado, and Hogan on one side. Sting, Luger, and Flair on the other. Um, Sting's better than the Warrior. If Kerry Von Erich was better than Lex Luger. And Flair's better than Hogan. So by that margin, uh, NWA wins two out of three. Uh, we advertise the champions of the Galaxy Wrestling game. There's Dregs, who looks like... You know, Gambit meets Road Warrior meets he's got a Wolverine claw. We've got a guy named Mace who looks, again, pretty much the same. That futuristic wrestling. 
let's see here. I thought this was going to be all in cover, but it is color, but it is 1991. Stings with some school children. Johnny Hotbody. I would have looked at this at the time and not known who Johnny Hotbody is, but I know who he is now from watching ECW. Uh, Johnny Hotbody wrote in to the complain about not being on the PWI 500, and he has he's a picture of him ripping it up, which I think is entertaining. Uh, there's Dick the Bruiser. We've got the Warrior again. Oh, Dick the Bruiser had passed away. We've got Sting and Medusa. I remember... Oh, it was a Clash of the Champions. I remember this event. I must have seen it. Could I have gotten it from a video store? It wouldn't have been Coliseum Video. I don't remember where I got it, but I remember being a kid when Medusa, maybe it was just pictures, Medusa in her kind of harem girl outfit stepping out of, you know, some plinth that she was being carried on. And I remember as a young kid feeling some sort of way about that. Medusa Maselli. Or maybe it was just the outfit. I don't know. <coughs> I can tell that I'm alone in the house because I would have never mentioned that uh, if my wife was here. Yep, Medusa, a provocatively dressed Medusa Maselli, slinked out of the box and began to seductively bait him towards the ring. Why? What is she going to do to him in the ring? This is not Lita and Edge. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh, Buddy Rogers is making a comeback. That's interesting here. All right. Resolutions for 92. So we've got somebody who wrote some. Here's the resolutions he would make. He would make for the berserker to quit the WWF and move to a federation where he could make some sort of impact. How dare you? To bring back our November one from the PWI 500. I think I said, how dare you? Um... Maybe I said something else. It's I. It was only a, a few weeks ago. Can't remember what I said. The Berserker made an impact, certainly more than John Nord. Cactus Jack, I'd resolve to get the best personal injury assurance I could possibly find. Absolutely correct. Well done, Craig Peters. That's totally true. Should do that. Curly Moe, see Eric Embry. Eric Embry, lose 30 or 40 excess pounds. Harsh. Harsh, Kabibble. Bobby Eaton. Think twice about my new attitude and to remember how successful I was when I had the fans on my side. Bobby Eaton's been a heel more often than not. The Midnight Express, it was where he had his most success and he was a heel, so I don't know what he's talking about. Ric Flair, don't get sucked into the WWF circus atmosphere. I'd like to point out, he wanted, they wanted to call him Spartacus in WCW. Um, so this is, you know, Flair has left. Huge deal. We have to remember that I came into this late, um, but we have to remember that Ric Flair leaving the NWA to join WWF was a huge deal. Bigger, I say, than Hogan going back, because by then the precedent had been set. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Reads, resolved to seriously reconsider appearing in any more stinkers like Suburban Commando. Um, well... That didn't happen. And you know what? Hulk Hogan's acting career is one of my favorite things about it. Uh, Brian Pillman. Make sure superb light heavyweights from all over the world. Granted title shots. Yep. Repo Man. I'd resolve to retire. How dare you? Don't you dare. 
besmirched the name of Barry Darso. If he had retired in 91, we would have not have gotten Blacktop Bully. We would have not have gotten the fight in the back of the truck. We would not have gotten hole-in-one Barry Darso. So much good stuff we would have missed. Mike Rotundo, I'd resolve to stop making an IR ass of myself. You're so funny, Craig Peters. You're so funny. Ron Simmons, not give up my WCW World Championship dream. Correct. Correct, because he wins the title in 92. Jack Tunney, make a sensible presidential decision and make it stick. Remember when we had presidents? Remember Jack Tunney? I like those days. Uh, Jack Tunney. Let's see. Steel Cage. Oh, now we're giving some gifts away. It's Andy. What are we giving as gifts here? We're giving Buddy Rogers a development contract with a major vitamin company because he looks so young and he made a comeback. Uh, Ico Pro. He should have been part of Ico Pro. Uh, let's see. For WWF head Vince McMahon, a break. He's constantly admonished by the press regarding the steroid problem. But to date, he's the only administrator in sports with enough guts to do anything about it. Aye. I like the way that uh, looked on the recording, so I'm going to do it again. Aye. Yeah, yikes. Jerry Lawler, a victory over Lex Luger or Hulk Hogan. Okay. For Abdullah the Butcher, flame retardant oven mitts. That's funny. For Randy Stavage, reinstatement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wants to get rid of the loser leaves town shtick, but that's kind of the whole point. Um, for UWF and IWCCW fans, brand new programs. I remember watching IWCCW. First time I saw the Tasmaniac. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Anything he wants, just name it. The only condition is that he has to stay wherever he is right now. Gone. Wow. Wow, Bob Smith. Harsh. Harsh words by Bob Smith. Jesse Ventura, contract to return to the Wrestling Federation of his choice. Okay. Um, Jeff Jarrett. No, it's not even good. Tim Horner, a return to WCW. Yes. Yes. He does not belong in the corner, that Tim Horner. Um, another knock on Hulk Hogan's acting to the remaining Von Erichs, a peaceful, happy year. Nothing yet, less, nothing more. Oh, oh. Okay, so that says the remaining Von Erichs in which they are including Carrie. Didn't Carrie Von Erich die in 92? Yeah. No, 93. Okay. He passed away in 93. Because they're hoping for 92, a peaceful year. And maybe it was, but then 93 happened. Um, to Van Hammer, he's criticizing his use of guitars. Kind of funny. To Crush, a firm hold on the Pacific Northwest title. He might be the finest demolition member of them all. Well, that's an interesting thing to ponder. Rank, Axe, Smash, and Crush. Oh, you probably... I, I love Barry Darso. We know I love Barry Darso, but you probably can't rank him above Crush. Maybe for character very variety. Um, I'm going to go Crush, Smash, and then Axe is clearly last. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. To Bret Hart, a gift certificate. What do you get for the guy who has everything? Funny. Funny. All right, let's keep going here. Order the best in wrestling videos. Our rankings. Who was the top 10 at the, in March of 92? Number one was our WCW world champion, Lex Luger. Number two, WWF champion, Hulk Hogan. 
And to think I became a wrestling fan with those two yahoos. Interesting that by January of 93, the narcissist is in WWF. So Luger is going to follow Flair out the door. Maybe they pass like ships in the night. Then we've got Flair, Brett, Rick Rude, Jerry Lawler, Steve Austin, Brian Pillman, Crush. That Pacific Northwest title was apparently a big thing. And then Rick Steiner. So that's a pretty good top 10. Tag teams, LOD, Rhodes and Steamboat, The Enforcers, The Disasters, Freebirds, Young Pistols, a tag team I've never heard of, The Beverly Brothers, The Steiners at number nine. That seems, that seems unlikely. Big Josh, number nine in the WCW rankings. Chris Chavis, number 10 in the WWF rankings as Chris Chavis. That can't be right. That can't be right. Tony Atlas, IWCCW champion. Uh, Tasmaniac, number one. Then we've got Tommy Dreamer, Coco Beware, Kevin Sullivan, Joe Savoldi, Scott Putzke. Can't win them all. And Portland, Maine's own Robbie Ellis. Hello, Portland, Maine. All right. Moving on here. Year in review. Nothing super exciting. The Desperados. We've got Black Bart, Deadeye Dick, and Dutch Mantell. Um, I don't remember this, but, you know, I, I've got this big spreadsheet of matches from um, YouTube. I wonder if I could find the Desperados. They were in WCW, supposedly. We've got Leatherface with a chainsaw. He was a wrestler, apparently. Uh, there's a picture of the Chamber of Horrors. Abby's getting cooked. Abby's getting cooked. Diamond Stud and DDP, Scott Hall in his early days. People actually throwing... Uh, Fireballs correctly. I'm always reminded of Hulk Hogan at Halloween Havoc, not being able to do so. Bill Kazmaier, one of the great wrestling pictures, holding an inflatable globe with one hand like he's Atlas, but it really just looks like he's you know, scratching his ear. Um, we see the transition from Percy Pringle to Paul Bearer. That was a big thing. I remember being very surprised when I learned about Percy Pringle. Uh, the Steiners and Sting are pushing Cactus Jack in a dumpster. That's funny. We've got Miss Texas in the, over there in USWA. That's a promotion I need to look up. Miss Texas is, of course, Jacqueline, Hall of Famer. Uh, and then we've got, let's see, the name game. You know how I love name games. Um, what they started with in 91 and then what they ended. So let's play a game. Let's play a game. Um, I'm going to tell you the name they started with. See if you can guess what the ending name was. Bad News Brown became just bad news, apparently. Big Cat became very good. Mr. Hughes, here's an easy one. The Blue Blazer became Owen Hart. Sweet Georgia Brown became Miss Texas, who would become Jacqueline. Smash became Repo Man. Who did the Destruction crew become, everyone? The Beverly Brothers, correct. Downtown Bruno is Harvey Whippleman. I should actually wait. I should cover this up and do it myself. <laughs> uh, Humongous is Sid. Oh, nope, that was Lord Humongous. J.C. Ice Baby, Jamie Dundee, T.D. Madison, uh, Tommy Dreamer, Rick Morton, Richard Morton, Brian Pillman, Yellow Dog, yep. Tommy Rich, Thomas Rich. I'm skipping the ones I don't know, of course. Uh, Randy Savage, Mr. Madness. What? What? When did he become Mr. Madness? I don't remember that at all. Scotty the Body, becoming Scott Anthony, becoming Scotty Flamingo, becoming Johnny Polo, becoming Raven. 
Saba Simba goes back to being Tony Atlas. There was a time when Ricky Steamboat was just called the Dragon because wrestling is stupid sometimes. Tugboat became Typhoon. Yes, indeed. And sadly, the Young Bloods became the Renegade Warriors, and we talked about that in uh, our Halloween Havoc tournament. Uh, Hulk Hogan, actually, his best thing is that right guard commercial. That might be his best thing he's ever done. I loved that commercial. Uh, let's see. Miss, no. 92 should be their year. Let's see. Rick Rude. I would argue maybe. Um, was it 92 or 93 when he was technically kind of world champion fighting Massachono? Might have been 92. Rob Zakowski. We see a very young Rob Van Dam. They were off by a couple of years, but they got there. The Beverly Brothers, nice try. Tony Anthony, nice try. Jushin Liger, Jushin Liger to me is timeless. Um, and we see Sabu hurling through the air, talking about high-flying athletes. The new trend in wrestling, everyone, in 1991. The new trend was Sabu flying through the air, high flyers. And oh, aren't we glad that happened. We're going to skip the quotables. That's not necessary. Uh, Jason Harvey Harvey from the Wonder Years was in wrestling. That always confused me. Um, Harley Race is serving himself food out of platters because, you know, that's a thing. We've got Rasta the Voodoo Man was part of Global. I should try to look up Global. Is that Scott? What was his name? He became a, um, oh, what was his name? He became a commentator. It's Scott, I want to say Scott Putzky or Scott Norton. Those are wrestlers. Um, what was his name? WCW announcer Scott. Not Scott Hall. Scott Stanford. No, Scott Hudson. That's a very young Scott Hudson there interviewing Rasta the Voodoo Man. I should try to look up global. So I have this list to add to my spreadsheet, and I keep adding promotions. Global and USWA, to believe on there. So let's see here. What else do we have? In memoriam, we lost Dick the Bruiser, Vivian Vachon, Chris Von Eric. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, let's see. And then they just posted pictures of, I think, Jeannie Clark. I think that's who that is. Maybe that's one of them is Missy Hyatt, one of them. Jeannie Clark injury report. Don't care. Let's get to what brought us to the dance here. The 91 Achievement Awards. The Rookie of the Year for 1991 was Johnny B. Bad. Well, let's go through the four, and then let's talk about who the most successful are. So the Rookie of the Year, the winner was Johnny B. Bad. Second place was The Patriot. Third place was Terry Power. More on her later. And fourth place is The Lightning Kid. If you're a wrestling nerd like I am, and if you're listening to this, you are, you know that the most successful of these four is the Lightning Kid because that's X-Pac 6, 1, 2, 3 Kid. He had the best career, even though he only got 3,000 votes. Um, then we could say, well, the, some of the runners-up included Van Hammer, Bill Kazmaier, and Rob Zakowski. Again, Rob Van Dam. So he probably, you could argue whether or not, he probably has had a better career than 1, 2, 3 Kid, I would say. He's a world champion. Um, after that, I'm going to go with Terry Power because I am pretty sure that Terry Power is ivory. And by pretty sure, it's ivory. It kind of doesn't look like ivory, but it's ivory. Um, then I would go with Johnny B. Bad and then the Patriot. So, you know, those 3,000 people that picked the Lightning Kid sure knew how to pick them. 
Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. Never cared about this. It was won by the Patriot, who I also don't care about. Turn the page. Most Improved Wrestler of the Year. I've got four Hall of Famers right here. Dustin Rhodes wins by a narrow margin, just like 400 votes above Ron Simmons. Then we've got The Undertaker and then Crush. Runners-up, Cactus Jack, El Higante. El Higante, most improved. You went from not being able to do a headlock to doing a headlock, El Higante. Uh, and then again, Chris Chavis. Um, you know, let's go with who, well, we don't even need to rank him. We don't even need to rank him. Dustin Rhodes is technically still wrestling. I know he's not wrestling often, but he's technically still there. Uh, Taker, no. Brian Adams, we unfortunately lost. And then Ron Simmons. So kind of hard to argue. But Dustin Rhodes, you know, doing that Halloween Havoc. He showed up in a lot of great matches. An underrated talent. Underrated talent. Certainly worthy of the Hall of Fame. Manager of the year. Well, of course it's Bobby Heenan. Go ahead. I remember this... um, I remember this uh, little story. Go ahead, pinch yourself. It's not a dream. It's a hell of a trick, though. Retire from managing and to be voted manager of the year. Leave it to Bobby Heenan to save his best for last. But it seemed that only Heenan was capable of performing the modern-day equivalent of the parting of the Red Sea, delivering Ric Flair to the WWF and in the ring against Hulk Hogan. And make no mistake, that's the only reason why Heenan was awarded top honors. Maybe also because, you know, he's the best manager of all time. Um, and he really is. You know, Paul Heyman, probably number two. Uh, the runners up here, we've got Harley Race, Alexandra York, a.k.a. Marlena, a.k.a. Terry Runnels, and then Paul Bear. Uh, Paulie Dangerously, not even on the list. Wow. Feud of the Year. Warrior versus Taker. I remember the warrior vomiting, and I remember, like, the ooze coming from the face, but I don't remember much else about it. But now, interestingly, hmm, I remember it. Do I remember, this is one of the flaws with memory, do I remember this from when it actually happened, in which case I could say I was watching wrestling in 91, Or do I remember seeing it on the videos in hindsight? I don't know. I remember the feud, though, but I couldn't tell you when it actually happened. Then we've got Hogan versus Slaughter. I would have thought that would have won. Um, Then we've got Sting versus Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher. And then Luger versus Ron Simmons. Most popular, Sting, Hogan, Sid, Steiners. Hard to argue with that. Good for Sting for winning it. Most hated, Slaughter. Of course. He's got over 20,000 votes. Of course it's going to be Slaughter. In the middle of a gulf crisis, turn your back on your country. Beautiful art imitating life storytelling. Then we've got Taker, Luger, and Roberts. Wait a second. No, okay. Sometimes they get voted in both. Like if you have a heel turn halfway through the year, you can get voted into both. But that makes sense. That makes sense. Match of the year. Steiners versus Sting and Luger. We see a picture of Sting hoisting Rick Steiner up for what could be a powerbomb or something. It does look like Sting has wet his pants. Um, Bret Hart versus Kurt Henning. That would have gotten my vote. 
Again, I don't think I saw it live. I must have watched it in hindsight. Luger versus Simmons from Halloween Havoc. No, that match wasn't that good. Cactus Jack versus Eddie Gilbert. I would like to watch that. Tag team of the year. Is it the Legion of Doom? No. Is it the Steiner Brothers? No. Does it involve Arn Anderson? Yes. But is it the Brain Busters? No. The Enforcers, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco, tag team of the year. How many tag team titles and how many tag team PWI awards did Arn win? I bet at least three. The first team, oh no, LOD, first team to capture AWA, WCW, and WWF titles. But yep, Arn and Larry win. Fuller and Jarrett round out the top four. We've got... Crush and Steve Dahl. So Crush teaming with Steve Dahl, who I believe is Stephen Dunn of Well Done. That's a weird team. Um, but also the Nasty Boys runners-up. And then the wrestler of the year is Hulk Hogan, blah, blah, blah. Runner-up Lex Luger, blah, blah, blah. Then we've got Brett and Sting. This is the moment where this starts being Brett and Sting, not Hogan and Flair. This is kind of the time where things start to change a little bit. For better or worse. For better or worse. And the Editor's Award goes to Moolah. Yikes. Your unofficial awards. People can send in their own awards. Let's see. The Adrian Adonis Gorgeous George Memorial Flamboyance Award to Johnny B. Bad. Best Non-Wrestling Dye Job, Tony Schiavone, who made his hair kind of an orangey blonde. I had that exact same hair color one summer. I tried to do a blonde, and it wound up just looking orange. I looked very much like my dad, who is a redhead. All Power and No Glory, Hercules and Paul Roma, mean, but not wrong. Andre the Giant Literacy Award, The Ultimate Warrior, that's just mean. Um, Backstabbers of the Year, The Hardliners, I don't know who that is. Uh, let's see, do, do, do. Best New Federation Global, gotta look it up. Biggest Ego, Diamond Stud. He looks so much like Razor Ramon in this. He's got the toothpick. He's got the curl of the hair. He doesn't look at all like um, handsome Scott Hall that we saw earlier in the 80s. Blooper of the year. Howard Finkel introducing Alex Trebek as the co-host of Jeopardy. Don't remember that. Uh, let's see. Cheap shot of the year. Morton attacking Gibson. I am sure many people thought that. Uh, coolest wrestling tights. Rick and Scott Steiner. Correct, Randy Smith of Dubois, Pennsylvania. You're right. You are right. Could be the hottest tag team of the year. Ricky the Dragon and Firebreaker Chip. Funny. Funny. Deadliest finishing maneuver. The Doomsday Device. You know, there's a time and a place where I would rank finishers. This is not it. But you're not. it would be up there. Uh, let's see. Dude looks like a lady. Johnny be bad. Funny. Dudley do right wannabe. The Mountie. Funny. Dumbest feud of the year. Polly dangerously versus Missy Hyatt. Correct. Correct. Enough already. Jim Ross constantly reminding us that Ron Simmons is a four-time All-American. Correct and true. And funny. Uh, let's see here. Not seeing anything else. Super Gomez Adams wannabe. Paul Bearer. Okay, H&R Blockhead, Erwin R. Scheister, Greatest Transition from Tag Team to Singles, Bret Hart, I agree, Honorary Blues Brother, Mr. Hughes, funny, Kendall Wyndham Thin Man Award, The Lightning Kid, funny, 
Uh, let's see here. Match of the decade. Rick Morton versus Robert Gibson. No. 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 Most promising comeback of the year. Bob Backlund. Uh, a little early, but that Mr. Backlund stuff was great. I really liked it. Uh, Motley Crue looks at Kill Award. Lady Blossom. I don't know. She's fine, I guess. I'm not a blonde. I'm not into blondes. Sonny and Stacy being the exception. Sonny and Stacy being the exception. Now you see him, now you don't. The Ultimate Warrior. Funny. Stick a fork in him, he's done. Abby at the Chamber of Horrors match. Rock me like a, rocks me like a hurricane. Van Hammer. Oh, God, Renee Jensen. Stop it. I don't want to know. Uh, jobber of the Year. Brooklyn Brawler. Correct. Correct. Uh, woman of the Year. Terry Power. Again, that's Ivory. Yo, blubber, yo, blubber, yo, PN News. Mean. Mean. Predictions. All right. Randy Smith. I agreed with him before from Dubois, Pennsylvania. Let's see his predictions. Ric Flair will beat Hogan at Mania. No. Bret Hart will defend his title against Neidhart at Mania. No. But I would have liked to see it. I like you where your head's at. Hart will continue to use the Scorpion Deathlock and wear pink and black, but he will also cut his hair, dye it, and paint his face. Funny. Barry Windham will win the TV title. That might have happened. Sting will beat Luger for the world title. That might have happened, but I, I don't remember. The Rockers will turn against each other. Yes, I don't. Was it in 92? That might have happened. Um, Rick Rude will marry Medusa and they will adopt Polly dangerously. Funny. WCW will promote the biggest pay-per-view match ever when Hogan takes on Luger, but Ted Turner will be sleeping in the front row. Oh, this is a good one. Tom Pritchard and Roddy Piper will engage in a debate to see who originated their interview style. I have said that Tom Pritchard does sound a lot like Roddy Piper, and I'm glad somebody else said it. Thank you, Ed Cummings of Macon, Georgia. Um, Big Bully Busick will open a cigar store that also sells video games. Okay. Eric Embry going to the WWF. Pillman and Eaton going to the WWF. And Soul Taker. Is Soul Taker... Sean Godfather? I think it might be. Um, WCW will pull major coups by signing Bret Hart and Randy Savage. Eventually correct. Um, Kurt Henning will win the WWF TV title. Would have loved to see it. Steve Williams will pin Bret Hart. Would have loved to see that. Nikita Koloff will go feud with Sergeant Slaughter. That would have been interesting. Um... Van Hammer will win the U.S. title off of Sting. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Kevin Sullivan will join forces with The Undertaker, known as the Embalmer. Funny. Flair will beat Hogan, making Hogan retire. I wish. Jushin Liger will debut in America. Correct. Uh, Luger will make a surprise appearance on a WWF broadcast. It wasn't a surprise. Then he went and did a surprise appearance on a WCW broadcast. So Phil Bruno's kind of right. Bret Hart will lose the IC title to Skinner. Yikes. Um, Scott Anthony. So Scott, he's predicting that Johnny Polo will come to the WWF. True. I don't know if that happened at the time. Paul Orndorff will become a manager. That would have been good. Rude will defeat Sting for the U.S. title. Mm, I don't think so. Hogan will pin Flair in a cage match. They did have a cage match, but you'd have to wait for 94. The Undertaker will lock Vince McMahon in a casket. Interesting. 
Luger will turn good, then bad, then good, then bad, and so on. Oh, so he's the big show. Randy and Elizabeth Savage will have a beautiful baby boy whose first words will be, oh, yeah. Um, Larry Zbysko will elevate himself from a legend to a god. I don't think so. The Bushwhackers will shave, brush their teeth, bathe, and become great fellows of literature. I would have loved to see an alternate universe where Lord Stephen Regal does the Blue Bloods thing, but with the Bushwhackers. Baron Butch and Lord Luke. Oh, come on. It would have been great. Um, let's see. Ultimate Warrior will be known as Poindester, the awesome accountant in WCW. Funny. Firebreaker Chip will become a heel, heel known as the Mad Arsonist. I would love to see it. Uh, the Patriot will be unmasked and will turn out to be Mr. Rogers. Funny. Bret Hart will wash his hair. Mean. Hogan will grow hair, but only on his back. Mean and funny. Uh, let's see. New to the WWF will be Steve Austin, eventually. Steve Williams, eventually. Charlie Norris, how dare you. And due to a contract dispute, Sting. Very long, eventually. Uh, Hogan will retire at SummerSlam 92. I wish. Uh, let's see. Ooh, I see Lasertron and Jushin Liger, so things are getting better here. Uh, Big Bully Busick will defeat Bret Hart for the IC title. Why? Global will become one of the big boys. I, I wish that had happened. Kurt Henning will invade WCW and take the world title from Lex Luger. Would have been nice to see. Uh, let's see. Jerry Lawler will become a pinch hitter for the Atlanta Braves. Random. Um, Axe and Smash will reunite without makeup. That would have been weird. Uh, da, 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 da. Dan Spivey will sign with the WWF and reteam with Sid Justice, known as Dan Judge, and then feud with the Natural Disasters. I would love to see that Haas fight. Flair, DiBiase, Valentine, and Henning will reform the Four Horsemen in the WWF. Flair. DiBiase, Valentine, and Henning. And if it's not Henning, it's IRS. Sold. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Jushin Liger will go to WCW. That was true. Lightning Kid? No. Ray Odyssey, the surfer from ECW? I think I found his YouTube page. He's got, like, some videos of himself. Powers of Pain versus Legion of Doom. Love it. Um, Honky Tonk Man will team with Johnny B. Bad, known as the Rock and Roll Express. Funny, Curly Moe in the WWF. No, thank you. Uh, where's Lasertron? I just want to see Lasertron's name. Where are you? Where's Lasertron? Oh, Lasertron will come out of retirement and feud with Jushin Liger in a battle of corny costumes. Uh, we know that Lasertron is Hector Guerrero, so I would have loved to see it. All right. Tag Team of the Year. Let me look for Arn Anderson. 90, 89. Runner-up in 88. Huh, not here as often as I thought he would be. Okay, so he didn't appear as much as I thought. Interesting. Um, let's see. We've got that. We've got, oh, title histories. Here are all the title changes that happened. I like that they did this. This was good. For, you have to remember there was no internet. You have to remember that you wouldn't know that Crawford and Furnace, Furnace and Lafon, won the All Japan Asian Tag Team titles on two occasions. Stan Hansen and Dan Spivey won the titles, but then lost them on my birthday. Hey, they won the titles on my birthday in Tokyo, but then lost them to the Miracle Violence Connection. 
Um, Rambo won the CWA title from Big Van Vader. Interesting. Um, let's see here. A lot of GWF stuff. Tasmaniac won the light title from Ray Odyssey. Uh, let's see. There was a, the Billion Dollar Babies, the Madison Brothers, the Equalizers, the Undertakers. These are all teams from IWCCW. Vader was IWGP champion in January of 91. The Steiners won the tag titles, losing them to Hiroshi Hase and the Great Muda. We've got Crush winning that global title. Billy Jack Haynes won the belt in a full Nelson challenge, which is stupid. Uh, let's see here. Charlie Norris should never have held a title. Never going to look up that promotion. Um, we've got Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett winning the USWA Southern titles, winning tag team titles. Don't care. Bo Nakano was the champion all year long because she's amazing. Because she's amazing. Steve Williams, UWF TV title off of Bam Bam Bigelow. Love to watch that. How do I watch that match? All right, we've got some political cartoons here. The Ultimate Warrior is about to walk into a grave put out by The Undertaker. The Steiners are saying no team will take away our titles, but in this, off to the side are two wrestlers named Injury and the 30-Day Rule. Um, interesting. Oh, we got more. Uh, we see LOD with the Triple Crown. We see Paul Bearer sitting crisscrossed applesauce with Jake Roberts coming out of like a snake charmer basket. Uncle Sam and the Statue of Liberty are beating up Sergeant Slaughter, and Uncle Sam is saying, you think he's had enough? Should we take him back? Ric Flair popping a balloon, the myth of Hulkamania. Love that. The top ten reasons. So top tens. Um. <laughs> top ten reasons why Ric Flair left WCW. They wanted to change his name to Richard Mulkey. Funny. He was promised his hair would grow back after it was cut to be the Black Scorpion. Rumors of a Turner-Jane Fonda-Flair love triangle. One more Great American Bash pay-per-view from Baltimore would have sent him running, screaming into the night. He wanted to be the yellow dog. Funny. Uh, forgot to make a left turn at Albuquerque, wound up in Greenwich, Connecticut, saw Sid, the Nasty Boys, and Rick Steamboat, and thought he was still in WCW. Mr. Fuji rumored to have purchased his WCW contract. Dusty Rhodes... Turner wanted to colorize his title, and the number one reason why Ric Flair left WCW, Oz, Johnny B. Bad, and Deadeye Dick wanted to be the next horseman. Funny, funny, funny. All right, then we've got more videos to buy, because remember, in magazines, I don't know the last time you read a magazine, they often start an article in the front and then make you skip to the back just to save space. Uh, let's see here. DiBiase holding his million-dollar title. We've got Manny Fernandez. More about Buddy Rogers, who does look great. I'll give him that. Uh, more Undertaker and Paul Bear. More Undertaker and Paul Bear. All right, fan ballot. I did this last time. The second PWI Dream Tournament. They've got 16 names. Rick Steamboat versus The Ultimate Warrior. They went with... The Warrior, I'm going with Steamboat. And I'm writing in this magazine. As an almost 40-year-old man, I'm writing in the magazine. I'm not going to resell these. Lex Luger versus Vic Steamboat. I don't know who Vic Steamboat is, so I'll go with Luger. 
Rick Martel versus Jerry Lawler. Good match. I'm going to go with Martel. I'm changing their vote. Sting versus Barry Windham. Very tough. I'll go with Sting. Hogan versus Anderson. How dare you? We go with Arn. Steve Dahl versus Kurt Henning. Yep, it's Henning. Sid versus Ric Flair. They went with Sid. I'm going with Flair. And then Steve Williams versus Nikita Koloff. We'll go with Williams. All right, second round. Steamboat versus Luger. It's Steamboat. Easily. Sting versus Martell. We'll go with Sting. Arn versus Kurt Henning. Oh, that's impossible. Luckily, let's cross brands here. I've got my two 20-sided dice from my uh, Cruiserweight-ish classic. We'll roll for this one. Arn Anderson, 24. Kurt Henning, 17. We're going to go with Arn here over Kurt Henning. And then Ric Flair versus Steve Williams. We'll go with Steve Williams. Steamboat versus Sting. We're going Steamboat. Arn versus Williams. As much as I love Dr. Death, we're going with Arn. So Rick Steamboat and Arn Anderson are my final. Their final was Sting and Hulk Hogan. I'll roll for it. Rick Steamboat, 22. Arn Anderson, 12. Nope, I'm changing it. Obviously, I didn't want that. That's one of the things with random stuff. You make a random choice, and if you feel that visceral, I don't like this, you know you did it wrong, and you fix it. Arn Anderson wins. Great picture of Sting, obviously having won that tournament. More uh, paper games here. And that wraps up this issue. Back cover's even more torn up than the front. Well, that was 91 The Year in Wrestling, friends. Um, I would say, you know, the biggest thing that happened in wrestling that year is Flair going to WWF. Huge deal. Mr. NWA throughout the 80s suddenly leaving. If John Cena had shown up in AEW, not Chris Jericho, does not nearly the same thing. Plus, you have to assume it would be John Cena in AEW. That would be how big this would have to be. Because it couldn't be Kenny Omega coming to WWE. That's not the same. If John Cena had gone, not CM Punk, if John Cena had gone to AEW, that would have been a, a similar situation to probably the shock and awe when Ric Flair went to the WWF. Big hairy deal there, friends, and I hope you enjoyed this walk down memory lane. Uh, for the month of December, have a great holiday season. It's still the day of Jubilee. The sun, sadly, at 4.16 in the afternoon, it's, not, it's setting. It hasn't set yet, but it is setting because daylight savings time is a bitch. Have yourselves a wonderful holiday season. Uh, I'll be back with more regularly scheduled episodes, but for now I'll say I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of looking back. <laughs>